Shoftians, the subject of this week's podcast is the Beatles' final song, Now and Then, which is now streaming, thanks to the uh, magic or wonder or science of AI, artificial intelligence. AI helped Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr turn an old John Lennon cassette a demo basically it recorded on onto a tape into what's considered to be the band's last song together or the band's last creation or whatever way you want to see it. I find it very, very difficult to digest this. You know, this song was recorded ages ago. You know, to imagine that, you know, it's now become a release in 2023 when the last new song by the Beatles was in 1995. Is a little bit, you know, difficult to, to digest. Although the wonders of modern technology could lead to anything, really. I'm not sure what, what you think about this. Um, and what, what you think about it as a fan of the Beatles as well. Um, I grew up on the Beatles, really. I wouldn't say we had every single Beatles album in the house, but growing up in the 60s in London and 70s, um, you couldn't avoid the Beatles. The Beatles were everywhere. When that news came that they were splitting up, I actually felt quite emotional, even though I wasn't really a big Beatles fan. You couldn't get away from the Beatles. Their, you know, splitting up was probably the first time I thought about um, pop bands, you know, and and they work together and then suddenly they don't talk to each other anymore and stuff like this. It was a very monumentous thing, you know, when they split up. And they didn't get back together again, really. So I don't know, you know, there's something about this that mm, it just sounds a little bit uh too kind of, yeah, well, fabricated is the word. Yeah, that's the word I'd like to use, considering two of the Beatles are no longer alive. And the two surviving Beatles, uh, Ringo and, and Paul, Paul McCartney, uh, and, and the descendants of the ones that passed away agreed to do this song. I'm, I'm all for it, you know, in terms of, you know, this is a new Beatles song or it's a new Beatles song with a bit of assistance from AI. But I don't know, when bands split up, I get the feeling that that's it, you know, end of the road, end of story, finished. We're done. There's no kind of grand reunion. Or maybe there is, you know, maybe 20 years down the line, these people get together again. And a lot of bands do this, but the Beatles never really did it. So I don't know. There's something about it. It's a bit like, you know, somebody finding a Bob Marley demo and, and, um, and this has happened with Bob Marley as well, and, and they clean it up and they they release it. But it was meant as a demo, you know. It wasn't actually recorded in a studio. And and usually when an artist records demos, they're not all right. They're still going at it, you know. They're putting their hundred hundred percent into it. But it's not the same thing if I record something on a cassette player and I record it on a ten thousand euro microphone in a state-of-the-art recording studio two weeks later. You know, demos are demos. I've made some demos in my time, and there's probably about 25 people out there who've got them, because I remember the first few things I released. Um, 
I sold them on cassette in London, thinking that I want to be a record company. Uh, I don't know if any, any of them are still out there. I've, I've never come across someone who said, yeah, I've got your first cassette. Uh, I'm sure there are a few people though. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I could never imagine somebody in 30 years time or something putting my, my, my early primitive recordings, uh, through which what will then be very sophisticated AI sound technology and, uh, taking the voice off and, and doing something completely different with it. Mainly because when I did those demos, I don't really think I could sing that well. So starting out, you make demos simply to see if you can sing. So usually a demo is a demo. It's not a finished product. You know, there's just something about it that's a bit, I would even say voyeuristic. Somebody takes John Lennon's voice and I don't know, adds all these things to it with the wonders of modern technology. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's all bad. The sky's the limit, really. Uh, I've even tried it myself. Um, I put Vragaman into one of these AI things today just to separate the voice. And um, I was quite impressed with what it can do. This kind of technology five, ten years ago didn't exist, or if it did, very few people had access to it. But now you can go online, and if you choose to, to con you know, like do it more professionally, you pay something like 10 euros a month. And you've got a certain amount of songs that you can process. I could see myself getting slightly addicted to these folks. And, uh, but then again, I've got most of my songs. I've got most of the masters anyway. So I don't really need to do it, but I can see a lot of people doing this. I can see a lot of people just going to town on it. And, uh, I expect untold mashups, untold bastard mixes or whatever you want to call them remixes, uh, mashups just are going to, are going to flood the market is the word. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it really, you know, the wonders of, of the technology, but there is something fundamentally wrong with it because you're doing all this without John Lennon's consent. I know, I know his descendants, his partner and, and everybody who is the John Lennon estate has a say in all, in all this now, but. I'm, I'm not too sure it's, it's the kind of thing he, he would have done. We'll never know, I suppose. Meantime, all these aging Beatles fans, and there are a few million around the world, are extremely happy. And all over the, all over the radio the other day, it was all these people just saying how fantastic this was. And it's great to have another Beatles release. Do you really expect them to tour as well? I mean, th this sort of thing is, is, um, it's morbid, isn't it? It's just a bit, you know, it's just a bit. What's the point of it? I can understand it from the point of view of maybe this is what it would have sounded like had they stayed together or had they got back together. But then again, if they did get back together and they were all still alive, which is a big if, I'm not sure they'd be doing the same songs. I don't know. No one will ever know. And I don't really see anything wrong with it. If Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr want to do it and, uh, People who are in charge of the estates of George Harrison and John Lennon want to do it. That's perfectly fine as well. It's their thing. And if you want to do it as well, it's your thing as well. You know, you, you can just go online, isolate any voice you want and uh, remix it. The one thing you can't do though, is you can't release it officially uh, unless you're the original copyright holder. 
you can always do a fantastic remix and send it to somebody who owns the copyright and out of curiosity they might like it who knows it might get released but in most cases nine times out of ten uh, people don't like unofficial remixes and they tend to put a stop to them and I think there's something on a um, YouTube's algorithms that works out the origins of a song. So even if I do my own remix of Ragaman and I put it on YouTube, it's very likely that that will be taken down by YouTube or will be blocked by YouTube because the song is out there commercially. So there you go, you know. It's a funny old game, really. Um, and the way technology is going in probably about 20, 30 years, quite a lot of people won't be working anymore. It will all be done by AI. I can see my profession of teaching, I can definitely see that at some point, somebody thinking, well, we don't really need professors anymore. We don't really need lecturers. This can be done in a, in a more efficient way. I'm not so sure though. Um, I'm not so sure it's the right way, but it's inevitable and it is the kind of thing that, that is really going to be happening. Unless, of course, we all stick to our very Luddite guns and say we don't like this and we, we want things to stay as they are. Very unlikely that's going to happen. But anyway, I'll leave it down to you, Choftians, if you like the new Beatles song. But just to give you a sample of what you can do with this stuff, it is quite amazing. Here's Vraga, man. Just a voice. Part of it, anyway. <laughs> This year one, a special dedication to all people and all nation. Bragaman, oh Bragaman, it's Haji Mike, the Bragadagaman. It's been a while, little girl by the name of Maria, when she turned 16, she go a Broxenia, her mother said to her, Who do you marry the doctor? I call the lawyer, Miss Wendy, Miss Mosca. Next thing you know, she just run with a singer, then get to hear a play for Jamaica. The story make the news in the morning paper.